This is the EPLOG audio experience. Our guest for today's episode is Fezi Jalali. She is an actor, activist, choreographer, director, aerialist. She has studied theatre and obtained masters in fine arts. She excels in martial arts, fitness, yoga and many more talents. The best is to hear it from the horse's mouth. Welcome to the show, Fozie. Thank you, Fozie. Okay, so uh, <laughs> are you uh, doing theatre in English or in all languages? Well, mostly in English because um, I mean now also because I write myself, I tend to think more in English. But I do use a lot of Bombay Hindi. And the last play that we did, uh, A Bone of Contention, which was before the pandemic, I uh, collaborated with the Marathi writer as well because there was chunks of the play that needed to be in Marathi. So I don't think for me, I mean, writing for me, I write in English, but um, I'm always thinking about Bombay um, and the um, the lives that we live. So I, if something feels like it needs to be in another language that I don't particularly know, then I try to... um have it written uh, uh, like get help from somebody who knows that language better um or then i write it in english and then sometimes the actors might know gujarati or they might know marathi or they might know so then they help with the translation so it's always collaborative in that way but yeah when did the love affair with theater begin i think since i was a child uh because the school that i went to um jv petit um high school for girls uh actually before in school also before we actually got into those school plays which were directed by pearl padamsi uh before that even while you know as kids we used to always get together and do the kids family gatherings or somebody's birthday party so it was always something that i loved but i think the school that i went to also was very encouraging of theater my our school principal ms shireen darasha was very much into the arts and theater and she got um pearl padamsi to direct our school play this was uh way back when and uh, so i think uh, it, it was something that i don't think was uh you know it wasn't something that i was like separate from and then i was like okay now i'm going to do this it was always part of my life always part of my growing up uh whether it was in at school at home you know just playing with my sisters we just for ourselves just perform um i it, it was always part of my life and then once i went to like high school um like junior college and then i decided that i want to learn more so then i went and i studied it i went to the states I did my undergrad uh, actually incidentally I at some point I thought I wanted to be a dentist uh because I thought I'd make lots of money that way <laughs> but then um but then uh, once I went to the states um I am um, and I started doing theater <clears throat> with my premed uh, requirements I realized that that's what I wanted to really focus on and so after my undergrad there i applied to a masters i got a full scholarship to do a masters degree in theater performance which i continued and so then i kind of spent um, six and a half seven years in the united states for my undergrad and my bachelors in theater performance 
and um, then I came back. I toured. Um, I did a couple of plays with Rehan Engineer, who now lives in Delhi. But uh, after that, also like pretty soon after I was out of my master's program, um, I toured internationally with a Midsummer Night's Dream, which was d- directed by Tim Supple. It did an all India tour. It did a UK tour. Uh, we went to uh, Australia, Canada, the US. So that was like two years of my life that was spent with international touring as well. And then I came back. So I always knew I wanted to do theater. And that time I thought I only wanted to be an actor. Um, and now <laughs> as I age, I I feel more uh, connected to being, uh, to writing and directing. Writing primarily because I think at some point in my life, I also felt like, Ab kitne or like British plays karenge, American playwrights are we gonna do? And um, I, um, Shikhandi was a play that I created in um, a three month workshop in Germany in 2010. And I then decided I wanted to make it a full length production. So then I started writing that. And like I said, because I'm as a writer, I'm more comfortable in English, but I also did want to tell stories that I felt more connected to and see characters that I felt more connected to. Um, I I started writing. Uh, keep And that's why you will always see a lot of my plays with a lot of characters because I feel like a large part of our culture is about a lot of people <laughs> being involved. Um, you know, um, so there is, of course, um, not that, you know, two-person plays and all don't happen. But I, even as a child, used to love watching plays where there were lots of people. Like, I used to love it when, you know, like like some two people came, five people came, one person exit. I liked it when the, there was lots of happening, goings on on stage. So I think for me, uh, that's why a lot of people make fun of me. They're like, oh, for they are doing a play. How, how many people are there? Uh, you know, 15. So... It's that, yeah. So out of the plays that you've done as an actor, mm-hmm. which are your milestone plays according to you? I really, really enjoyed, and this was very long ago, but I still, it's still one of my favorite parts. And my, and I don't know because, you know, since that time, since my mid-20s, I haven't come back to that play as an actor. But the play was called A Trestle at Public Creek by Naomi Wallace that Rehan Engineer directed. And the character was Pace Keegan. I can't remember the last name. But I really enjoyed that character very, 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 very much. Um, So I, but I don't know because, you know, one never comes back to a character. So it always sticks in your head as being a milestone at that point. I don't know if I got back to it today, if I would love it as much or enjoy it as much. Which are the other performances? Um, so, I mean, recently I did a play called Swallow that Argya Lehri directed. I played a character called Anna, who is um, sort of someone who has uh, isolated herself from the outside world for the last two years. So it's a, it's a play about three different women. Um, so that was also pretty challenging as a role to do. And because as of now, like, in my in my life now, I kind of look forward much more to being on the other side rather than on stage. Um, I feel like um, 
I, I do enjoy acting, but now I I much 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 prefer directing and uh, and writing. So I mean, I did Rajat Kapoor's um, I don't like it as you like it, which is a clown version of I uh, as you like it. Um, that was also pre-pandemic. Uh, so I feel like yeah, there are a bunch of plays that I've done and enjoyed. I also did, I which I also liked. Um, Arms and the Man, I played Raina uh, with Nasir and Ratna actually on stage. That was another play that I really enjoyed. I did Peter Pan, um, and there's another joy of kind of performing for children also. I, I love kids, so performing for them has also been quite. Uh, one of those things i did ka in jungle book and peter pan those were the two kids plays i did a few years ago which i really really enjoyed and some kids now who are not kids anymore you know i met this girl at the airport in chennai actually randomly she was like i was really small and i watched you as peter pan and i loved it and i was like oh my god wow do you remember um so it's been um, so it's it's kind of nice when especially for when a when a child comes to you, I mean, um, and say, and they remember you for a particular thing. I think that's amazing. Um, but yeah, like I said, acting, I, I don't, I mean, acting is something that I'm still sort of taking a um, step back from on stage uh, in theater. Um, but I want to fully sort of uh, delve into writing more and uh, directing, which I have been doing for the last um, I guess seven, eight years already. So, yeah. So there is a joy and attention of uh, being on stage as an actor. And there is also a joy and attention of writing at home and uh, of directing it and, you know, training mm. your dieting. Um, what is the difference in the high? See, for me, it's now, now, like I... I I know, uh, you know, how actors, uh, as actors, we feel amazing to be on stage. But right now in, in my life at this point, uh, that high, um, I get more from actually seeing what I've written come uh, sort of being realized on stage. Uh, because as I write, because, I, I, you know, when I write, I'm not only a writer, I'm an actor. I'm a director while I'm writing so I see a lot of what I write I can hear a lot of what I write um, so I always have something in my head um, so the 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 high of an actor I think is uh, I think is much more about the appreciation you get uh, from being seen from um, getting that that response from the audience right there having that um, sort of give and take with the audience and being appreciated for that. For for me as a writer director, it's much more. I don't know if it's more selfish, but it's much more about. Oh my God, this is what I wanna wanted to say. This is what I wanted to uh, see happen on stage. These are characters, people, situations that I think are fun to talk about or to um, represent. And, you know, and I, I feel that as, there are enough really good actors that I can be like, yeah, I leave it to you. You, you can do it really well. Um, and I trust that they will take my words, the, the, the lines that I've written, um, and, my, and they will sort of help me in my vision. So I'm actually very happy to um, not get, that, get the attention that actors get. I'm very happy. That's very strange. 
and very rare because <laughs> an actor is so used to the spotlight that he is not willing to go behind the scenes so i'm very glad to hear this and oh, yeah. uh, the the contradiction for me is when i read your biodata hmm. your profile uh you look like somebody who aspires to accomplish more and more because of which you learn the martial arts you learn uh, you know that vandamrasa uh, something you have learned then there is what is an aerialist i don't know uh, there is something else that you have learned so there are so many things that you are uh, uh, are mastering the skills i would like to know about all these skills that you mastered and why i haven't mastered anything <laughs> it's just my uh, when i was the um, i think 26 or something i uh, for for a mitama night stream i had to learn malkam uh, malkam is also an aerial sport that we that is very uh, native to maharashtra they have yeah. but now everybody like a lot of people do it and the western form of like this a uh, sport is aerial yoga or aerial acrobatics which is basically silks that are hanging from a ceiling and then you go into different postures and you do all of that and so at the age of uh, 26 i think since a kid only i was very into about learning stuff so i was very excited to learn this form and since that time i was like okay you know every year of my life i'll try to either learn something new or better myself in something that i already know that was some like a you know when you tell yourself things that you must do um and it, during a midsummer night stream also it was very eye opening because i had not i had a lot of my education was very western so a lot of the theater that i'd done and all of that was very westernized and it's great because the, uh, there is a lot of um, uh i should say what is the word order to that learning you know but one of my russian teachers he told me he's like foisy you come from two such rich cultures because my family is iranian and you know we've i'm i'm third generation iranian living in india he's like you come from iran and india and i had to do some presentation he's like where is that culture why don't you why don't you have that in your performance and it actually hit me really hard i was like yeah i'm just doing like all this like i mean and, and not to not to say that none of that is worth it because i think it's given me a really wholesome sort of um education and stuff like that but when i came back to india i realized i knew nothing in that in the forms that we have and so i really wanted to um learn more and even now i feel like i know nothing and if my my pursuit is to just learn more and understand more you know like i like when i watch kudiyattam when i i when i if i'd watched it without knowing about it i'd just be like uh, what i don't understand but after learning about it learning little bits you know not the, you know you can't even say anything because the kudiyattam performers spend their whole lives doing that um so if you do two workshops or three workshops it's just like you get a little uh, insight into that um so it makes you appreciate these things much more and you're able to watch and look in an educated way and i feel like that's a little bit lacking for me in my life that i wanted to be more connected to indian forms and that's why in the last year also like kalari for the last 15 years i'd wanted to do it in the last year i was like 
I'm going to, there's nothing happening. I'm going to go and learn culinary properly, which I did. And for me, it's more because I'm very much about the body. And for me, that is connected to what, how I think and everything. Um, and that's just me. You know, people read a lot and, you know, learn a lot from reading. I also read this. I don't like it. But most of my learning comes from a physical intelligence than um, uh, mind intelligence in that sense. You know what I mean? So I feel like, uh, you know, when you ask me, I, you know, I have done a lot. Like I've really uh, wanted, I have had this urge to learn new things. And if I see somebody who has a skill that I don't, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could do it. And if I am able to, then I will go and do it. Um, and, you know, some, some things you can spend a lot of time trying to learn. Some things you'll try to learn it and you'll realize it's not for you. And then you're able to step away. But at least you've had a flavor of it. Like in aerial arts, like I was very much into circus performance, like circus stuff. So these aerial things are very circus connected. So when we were in San Francisco, I enrolled in the circus school for a month. Um, and I did different classes. I did trapeze. I did, you know, the ropes. I did the hoops. I did the hoop. It's just a, you know, hoop, kind of like a circle hanging from the ceiling and you do acrobatic stuff. But I couldn't do that because it used to make me dizzy because the circuit goes like this. And I'm like, I've got motion sickness. I can't do this. I'm terrified of heights, but I used to love doing the silks and the static trapeze, for example. So I think for me, it's always about learning, you know, and I have to, I, I think it's, it's a little bit of a problem because you always feel like you have to keep doing things. Um, so, yeah, and I, tr I try to, whatever I do, I want to be sort of good at so that even as a director, when I'm, you know, when we're working or workshopping a play, if I'm going to train my actors in Kalari, say, like with Shikhandi, uh, everybody had a little bit of Kalari training from various workshops and stuff. So it was really easy. But we also had a Kudiyatam teacher come and teach us. We went to Yakshagan school and learned like 10 days of Yakshagan workshop we did. These are small fragments of things, but the training for the actor is invaluable. Um, so I believe in that. What was the Navarasa thing? So Navarasa is this workshop that uh, uh, Guruji, Venu Guruji does. Um, he's uh, he's a Kudiyatam uh, guru, basically. And um, over the pandemic, so he used to do it in uh, in Kerala, in their, in their school there. But during the pandemic, uh, they couldn't do it. So he did it online. So right before I was supposed to go, I was literally supposed to go on the 26th of March and everything shut down. And so we had to call them and say, we can't do it. And of course, they are also cancel all their workshops so what I did was when he offered it online I was like I don't know he's a living guru and I put a lot of value on people uh, who have spent their lifetimes learning things like uh, like that I think are guru gurus um, I'm like he's like a, in, in a generation where uh, who has spent his whole life doing this studying this learning this uh, teaching this if I miss out I'm like I would have missed out. He's he's living right now. <laughs> um, so I went and I, I signed up for his uh, Navrasa Sadhana workshop, which is basically looking at the Navrasas. And because he's a Kudiyatam teacher, there were little like phases of Kudiyatam through which uh, each uh, emotion was sort of explored. But essentially, it was also us trying to uh, explore it through our own 
way of expressing. And it was really amazing because there was phase one, phase two, and phase three that I did. Um, I think there are eight phases. So I was just like, I, I want to go to Venuji. And after that, um, I've been doing like these short uh, two-week workshops with his daughter, Kapila. Um, again, I know I'm not good at it. But what I do like about it is, I mean, she's sort of like a contemporary, but again, a contemporary who spent her whole life doing only Kuriyatam. So when I just watch her, just learning from her and the other uh, the other people in the group are also very like all dancers. So there's so much to learn from it. I'm kind of like at the bottom of the rung over there. I'm just like, I don't know anything. But um, just learning about this form is just amazing to me. It's just amazing. Um, I had to take a little bit of a break from it because I ha I have been doing my culinary diploma. I've been sort of very focused on that in these last couple of years. And that's something I really want to do. So that's been something that, uh, yeah, that I would say I've put in more time and energy into um, than the other things. The other things are more like I'm I'm picking them up on the way, but culinary is something now that I've really focused myself on while also directing, writing, etc. So you're doing so many things and you're doing theater. Is there anything that you have not done and you want to do? This is my last question. Is there anything I have not? So many things. Uh, <laughs> I really want to be able to climb a coconut tree like they do in Kerala and take out coconuts. That's <laughs> that is one thing I really want to do. All the best to you. Okay, thank you very much. For thank, you, thank you for tuning in. If you have liked this episode, do comment. Do rate on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to Rangmanch on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Castbox, Spotify, GeoSavan so that you get notified when we come next. Stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest and until then, take great care of yourself.